Okay, so let's get into this uh, this story right here about Umar Johnson. Pookie and Ray Ray instead of you're making her a scapegoat. No, she's the, picking a scapegoat. No, 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 no. There's there's good Can quality men that they ignore. Why she even got it? Why 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 is there even a Pookie in the selection? I'm gonna tell you why there's a Pookie because, in the selection. Because black men have abandoned black boys and have allowed social media, white media, athletes, and rappers to raise them. That's why she with Pookie. If we're going to be men, mm -hmm. the first thing we got to do is take responsibility for why our women feel the way they feel. All through your twenties, stop hoeing around all through your 30s you give your 20s to the street negroes you give your 30s to the pretty boys they use you up dog you out now you're in your 40s and nobody's jumping to marry your ass and so now you're saying it ain't no good black men no 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 there's plenty of good black men the problem is you gave your best years to men who didn't deserve it so what is it is it the fact that you want men to be accountable for women's independent decisions to do what they want. And this is the grift. This is the sad thing within the black community, the ghetto urban parts, okay? Because you can't run this game in areas like the suburbs, black-owned suburbs, okay? <clears throat> he can't run this game. He has to run this game in the projects. He has to run this game in crime-infested areas. He cannot run this game with people who have intelligence. He has to go to the, under, you know, the, the not educated, people who don't use common sense. And this works. It will work for on a woman who's a single mother on her fifth kid by her fifth baby daddy. It will work on a man who's a, uh, who's a, a simp and wants to get on a grift game. It will work on a woman who feels that, you know, I could do OnlyFans and I don't have to be accountable for anything. It will work with those type of women, okay? But it won't work on women who have a sense of sense of uh, self-respect and accountability. It does not work on black people who could think for themselves, okay? Now he goes into talking about uh, talking about how he's a descendant of Frederick Douglass. Let's get into that now. Allow me to do that. I am a blood relative of Frederick Douglass. My name is on the family true. We have a family reunion every two years. What they're talking about, and I want to make sure you're clear. They're talking about whether or not I come through the loin of Frederick Douglass, which I do not, nor have I ever claimed. Okay? I have more videos on YouTube than any other scholar. I speak around the world. More that doesn't mean anything. Do you come? In order to be a descendant, you have to come from that person's lineage from his children that makes you a descendant 
more than any other scholar. Show me where I've ever said I was a descendant. I've only claimed one thing, kinsmen. How are my kinsmen? If you ever read any of the autobiographies of Frederick Douglass, he talks about growing up on Tuckahoe Creek with Cousin Stephen. Cousin Stephen is Stephen Bailey, Dr. Umar Johnson's four times great-grandfather, whose grave I just visited last week. I go every year. Okay, that's my four times great-grandfather. He married my four times great-grandmother, Caroline Wilson Bailey. From that union came my three times great-grandfather, George Washington Bailey, the first black public school teacher on Eastern Shore, Maryland. He married Grandmom Annie. They had Grandmom Caroline. Okay, she had Grandma Vivian. Grandma Vivian married a Spanish-speaking Cuban immigrant, Grandpa Cicero. They had Grandma Ida, who's still alive, who married James Johnson, who had my father Jamal, who married my mama Barbara, and from that union I was born. I am a blood of belly. I am not married in. What they're talking about is strictly descendancy, something I've never claimed. And you're not part of the family. That's, that's what they're asking for. You're not part of the family then. Am I akin? Do I directly come from the loin of the first cousin and potentially half-brother of Frederick Douglass? And the reason I say potentially, the slave master who owned our family, a white man named Aaron Anthony, raped Frederick's mother and raped Stephen's mother, my ancestor. And there's significant evidence to suggest that. Some people could still argue, though, that they were not brothers because it's not conclusive. Fine, throw that out. I'm still a kinsman because I come through the blood of his first cousin. You talk about, again, respect. You respect. I don't talk about respect. No, I get no, no. tremendous respect no, no, from no, my no. people. I, I, I'm not talking about that. Um, do you respect Frederick Douglass? Obviously, yes. But he had a white wife. He did. So I, that's what I'm trying to trust. I'm going to clarify. Why, why, why is that an issue? Why, I mean, why is that? If, if you put in the work mm -hmm. and you have the history, who, who cares who you marry? I already answered that question, and I told you. He makes no sense, but let's let's look into this right now. One second. Okay. Here we are. So this is getting interesting right here. All right. Just found out at a meeting between the descendants of Marcus Garvey and Frederick Douglass. In this picture, you'll see Dr. Julius Garvey on the left in a combo with Terrence Bailey, descendant of Frederick Douglass. Well, check this out. The Garvey name is not in the public domain. Marcus Garvey hasn't been dead long enough to, in order to be used by anyone without permission of the family. So Dr. Garvey has learned about this fake FDME of Umar Johnson. And in regards to that, he might start a legal recourse against Umar. Seems like somebody has to change the name of his fake school. All right. That's basically it. Okay. They've also um, said that he is not, the family's also said that he is not part of their lineage. Okay, he's not. He does not. He's not a blood descendant. So what is he talking about? Okay. There's also some other things about Umar Johnson. Okay, that you can't really trust him. How did you meet Dr. Umar Johnson, the Pan-Africanist? Um, so dating back to 2012. See, ladies, this is what we have to do for our kings. Look, the back of the neck. Smith, you see? The back of the neck, the ears. And then look. Is <laughs> she a potential wife? <laughs> Sometimes you got to be extra because you know what? Honestly, while you saying that, the man needs the attention too. We can't just be up here like whatever. You know what I mean? He wants... <laughs> Now, this woman is married. You see what type of women go for Umar Johnson? This type of women, all right? You married and you, let me, let me rewind this. Hold up. How 
did you meet Dr. Umar Johnson, the Pan-Africanist? Um, so dating back to 2012. See, ladies, this is what we have to do for our kings. Look, the back of the neck. Smith, you see? The back of the neck, the ears. And then look. Make <laughs> she a potential wife. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta be extra, because you know what? Honestly, while you saying that, the man needs the attention too. We can't just be up here like, whatever, you know what I mean? He wants the attention and he wants the love and he needs a queen by his side that's gonna do the work. I was like, well, no you're not, because I don't believe in that. I was like, you're good looking and everything, but I said, you had never met me before and I will do the fucking around here. See, this is, this is what I'm talking about. These are the type of women that Umar Johnson goes after and the type of women that like Umar Johnson because he's always blowing smoke up their backside, telling them there's nothing wrong with them. And she's married. Umar should have backed off from that because he's a public figure and it's easy for him to get caught up. But he didn't do it. He did not do it. Like I'm saying, man, I mean, a lot of these people, pro-wax, I call them pro-wax, scam artists, and they can't turn down a piece of butt to save their life. And on top of that, you're not going to come around and do whatever you think you're going to do to me at all. Like, it didn't go like that. What happened after that when you said no? I mean, he was like, damn, like, you're not going to just listen to me? No. I said, I have a degree in psychology, too. You're not going to come up here and play with my mind and my emotions. That's what he does. That is what he does. He has an edge with these people because he has a certain degree of intelligence through education. And he tries to and he manipulates them and he knows they're not educated not going to look things up they're just going to believe whatever he says this is how cults start all right and sad to say a lot of black people from the hood who are not educated ghetto they don't want to hear the truth so they they are actually not victims they're just willing participants that's what it is Now let's get into this interview you have with uh, Lord Jamar, okay? When Jamar had to challenge him on his uh, on the deadline for his school. Um, that I might need some help. Okay. Uh, most of my friends are educators. Most of my elders are educators and psychologists. That is my field. So it's kind of interesting with someone who's an expert in something. And I'm not speaking to you. I'm speaking to the detractors who say I can help him with that. This is no, not I think they're talking about the real estate part of it. Not okay. you're an educator, but not a real estate guy. You but see, but we already have the real estate, so that's not even an issue. No right, more. but did, did we choose the right real estate? Did we I take the money and do the right and do the brother. best fiduciary you, thing with the money? You, brother, I just told you that the schools that we got was a 13 million dollar project nine years ago in excellent shape. We got a steal for that campus. It was a steal. It was the best thing I could have possibly got. I have no regrets. Okay. See, that's when we start feeding into the lies. That's why you got to come see the school, my brother. Absolutely. And the queen, see it for yourself. Because you have people telling you that the school ain't in good shape. The school is in excellent shape, which is why we're getting offers for it now. It's in excellent shape, brother. The classrooms don't even have to be touched. We just have to fix the electrical system, the HVAC system, and the plumbing system. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pull that back. Okay. HVAC, electricity, and the plumbing, 
you need the plumbing that that is very expensive you know why because water comes through the plumbing okay warm and cold and you're gonna need that especially when you have a cafeteria to deal with food to deal with sanitary um situations washing hands can't have kids washing hands in scolding hot water or freezing cold water all right You're gonna need it for to handle food, air conditioning. Those things are expensive. Why do you think they pay so much if you're an electrician or you work in HVAC? Why do you think people who work in HVAC they make bank? That is not cheap. So I don't need help with the real estate. We were blessed with that campus. You understand? And as far as your brother's school, I support him. That's I'm my father-in-law. My father-in-law. I just, uh, I just. Uh, Looked at the uh, the website. Mm -hmm. Kudos to that, bro. Yes, sir. What I'm doing ain't that. I want to be absolutely clear. The Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey RBG International Leadership Academy will be America's first school based off the principles of Pan-African nationalism and international economics. That's not what I'm doing, brother. I have a totally different concept from him. You understand? So if I... The concept could be different, but the implementation of how but it's I don't put... need his help implementing, brother, because I'm a certified school psychologist. With... And... That means nothing when you're trying to get a school up and running, when you have to buy a building, when you have to pay for electricity and plumbing and HVAC. That means nothing. You don't know nothing about real estate. You don't know about buying a school that's safe. What where area is it in? Is it safe? All these things you need help in. If I was to start a school, I'm definitely going to ask for some questions. Actually, if I had started school, I'd try to be humble about it, start off cheap. You know, you would have to, you know, make, a, make it work. Prove to these people. Rent out a space around your neighborhood. Okay. And you that's the place that you're going to use for your school. Start small. Let people gain people's trust so they can trust you with the money. You have millions. And I don't understand why you can't even start off with that. And a certified school principal who's experienced, who got a whole cadre of educators. So y'all keep making these things. He need to talk. No, I don't. Y'all don't know who I got. But I got then why, why is somebody, you have all these credentials, then why is this man who we don't know was able to put his school I together in a few story, months and, and it's taking school. you six years, never, brother? Six years is nothing for a school. I can show you. He's talking about King Randall. Ten charter schools where the money is coming from the state and it took them almost a decade to get open, brother. You don't open up a school in a year or two. I don't know your brother's story, and I don't care to know it. I don't care to know it. Why would you not want to care to know it? If you want to try and get to know this man and get insight, and how did you get your school open within six months, my brother? You gotta understand. You gotta, when they start calling you my brother, you gotta look at them sideways because it. You have to earn that trust to be called someone's brother. You really do. I don't care about the color of your skin because there are plenty of people with the same color skin I got and they working for white supremacy, Republican and Democrat. All right. Because this is really a war going on. And you got people of your own skin working for the enemy. Why not, though, if it could be helpful to you? Why? Why wouldn't because, you care to know it if it could be helpful I, to you? Brother, I have friends who own schools do you understand that i have friends who own schools so if i need to talk to someone who owns a school i already got that so why is it your school is taking six years almost a decade for it to be open that's the million dollar question and he gets the fact that he's getting flared flared up about this you already know there's red flags i never this man has been caught on instagram at a casino talking about oh you know what Send me some money so I can hit this machine and I can do this for the school. That should send off red flags automatically demanding your money back. Any money that you've already given him.
I got what I need. The only thing missing from missing from my equation. You got what you need, all right. Got you all that that money that you could possibly use to ride off into the sunset. It's a damn shame. Is enough funds to complete the task. That's it. That's it. The school is not open yet because I don't have enough funds to do it that way. I'm not going to no bank. Maybe we well, 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 well maybe we need fundraising um different brother, fundraising brother. methods. Maybe yes, the people it, that we it, go it, to we have that in place, but what I want you to understand, it takes time to build institutions. I ain't got no problem with where we are. I'm loving where we at. We got our plans done by the engineer. We got our electrician chosen. I'm meeting with my HVAC this weekend. I got my plumber on standby. Rufa did his job. Carpenter lined up. We doing what we need to do on the time frame we doing it in. I don't need no help outside of the team I got, which is filled with experts from the East Coast to the West Coast, brother. Mm. Okay, brother. I mean, these, you know, these are definitely the, the, the answers that people want to know. They want to, you know, he could, he couldn't do this outside of black people. He can pull these scams because outside of black people, he would have been railroaded. Let him try this with Jews. Let him try this with Asians. Ooh, we Hispanics. Nah, man. Nah. The fact is he's doing this to people who actually believe in him. That hurts. That really hurts. And all this talk about the white supremacy and the, the, the agendas. But he never. You never talk about the supremacy, the black supremacy of these scammers, these hoteps. Because he's one of them. Because he is one of them. Also, I hope his school never gets built. I hope his school never gets up and running. You know why? Because years ago, he said he wants the parents to drop the, the kids off to the school and leave them there. So he can be the one to teach them. Because he doesn't want the, ki the, the kids being deprogrammed, as he would say. This is a man you better hope never gets any real power. Especially if the economy crashes. And there's going to be mass unemployment. You better hope this man could be read a mile away and people are not willing to trust him. But unfortunately, there are going to be people who are willing to trust him. the uneducated, the lazy, the. The women that really don't want to hear nothing about patriarchy or not women who just are rebellious, period. The scary part is, you know what? The rebellious are going to be under him. The people who don't want to adhere to societal norms. And when I say societal norms, I mean regular norms that any society needs in order to function and run, regardless of skin color. Unfortunately, they're going to follow him. He may end up being a Negan from The Walking Dead. He may, just might, unless somebody else with more smarts take him out down the road. I'm not interested in people. I'm interested in donors, brother. Yeah, but 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 in order for you to get donors, though, you're gonna no, have to sir, satisfy brother. these. No, no. Yes, brother. And I how are you gonna get donors you. if you don't satisfy? If if, if you know I'm I disagree with you, listen, listen. If I'm considering to be a donor, but uh -huh. I have certain questions uh -huh. that I want answered, uh -huh. I feel like Can that's I legitimate. Can why? I tell you why that's bullshit? Why? Can I? Can Go I, ahead, please. Respectfully. Respectfully. You've been raising money for six and a half years, brother. If you ain't donating up by now, you ain't donating, and your question don't matter. I am See, no, 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 but no, no, no. He is a lunatic. This man is a lunatic. Yes, oh, hold yes, up, yes. No, yes, no, no, no. Yes, you yes, can't bro. assume that in the oh, six years, everybody knows what that's you're doing. Wait, hang on. That's hang, hang on. Let me let me interject here. <laughs> I think. Now you ain't going to donate. Certain accusations sometimes it's because those accusations may be true. Um, Let's get into the other clip.
Not a fact. No, same thing. All right. Let's get into this one right here. You realize the four buildings we got are state-of-the-art art modern schools. They are not old schools like the ones we went to. They are modern. That campus was renovated at a cost of $13 million in 2011, nine years ago. And the only reason why we have to renovate is because the building was not secured by the previous owner, which allowed people to get in and do what? Strip the electric. I was about to say, steal the copper. Strip the HVAC system. Whenever you and Rod Digger ready, only you two and your other brother Godfrey, y'all can drive on down, and I will give you a tour. And when you walk through them schools, you tell me if those buildings is trash. First of all, the buildings are in excellent shape. Excellent shape. We just got an offer for one of the buildings over more than a million dollars. That sound like trash to you? Mm. Okay, here's. Here's where I share a little story, brother um, Umar. So it just so happens that my wife's family has a lot of educators in it. Um, her sister is a, is a principal of a school right now. Her mother was a teacher and her father uh, was and is a principal who actually ended up um, making his own school in East New York, Brooklyn. It's called the Trey Whitfield School. You can look it up. Um, so he's been, he's been doing this since like 1983. And how he started was, he started small. Mm-hmm. He started with three portable trailers that were behind like a church nobody was doing anything with them and he went to the you know to the church because he was a principal like you and he said you know i guess he got the same inspiration to start his own thing so he talked to the people at the church he ended up negotiating some sort of rent where this is what i'm talking about why couldn't umar do do this it's because he's grifting he's pocketing the money he had to pay five and we're going to talk about how that school is uh, that school is uh, trash or not. Really? It's not trash? I'm going to look into that. $100 a month per trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had like 280 kids. Now, he didn't have a lot of money. He didn't have a lot of donations and stuff like that. So what did he do? Um, he said like a lot of schools and stuff, yo, they would just throw out old desks and books and stuff like that he'd go around to different schools and get desks he'd go to the board of education and um and and they'd give him stuff that they were getting rid of you know what i mean that they didn't want books whatever all kind of different supplies so he was using his resources he did this till about the year 2000 um where he then sees like a a four-story big-ass building you know Mm -hmm. something pretty comparable to what you know you're talking about actually it might be bigger than it might be like those buildings combined the ones that you bought but this is in brooklyn in east new york like right Mm -hmm. off atlantic avenue so anyway he gets to this building he said he didn't have a dollar for the building you know but he goes to the man he's like yo i want to get this building for was cool and um and the guys like um yeah it was like listen i ain't got no money but what i do have is i got a friend who's um he's like the president of a bank or something like that and he'll give me a loan you know to renovate the, the, the place and all that And if I miss whatever, any payments or something like that, then y'all will just have a free building renovated. Y'all can, you can take the building back and you'll get the, um, y'all get the shit renovated for free. So he ended up getting in there. Um, 
and that was in the year 2000 when the year 2020 and this this school now has gone on it's a black school they don't take no government grants or nothing like that he does fundraisers and all this you know he knows some people in the in the sports industry and all you know because he used to play football back in the days what's but, the name um, of the school it's called the trey whitfield school now now I, I talked to him. He's he's willing to uh, sit down with you and, 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 you know, give you any tips or anything like that uh, uh, of how he did it, you know what I mean, and how he continues to do it um, because this man, and he's been on CNBC, all kind of other stuff like that. But, 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 but the thing is, you know, he doesn't even have the type of uh, <laughs> notoriety that you have, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm and um yeah and this man was able to make it happen like you know what i mean like like this man was able to to just put his thing you know into fruition use his resources so i don't maybe we're feeling like yo you know money is the is is the answer for everything but sometimes it's our resources how about yo you know could you donate your time or something to to help, instead of the money to, to fix something, how about y'all come in and, and, and donate your time to, to help build up the school or something like that? You see, it's not always about money. It's about the people that you know. It's about a lot of different things. Um, you know, okay. for, for, for 700000 I've All right. I've heard uh, <clears throat> Lord Jamar's part, and he's talking a whole lot of sense. But let me show you about... Uh, the school he was talking about, the Trey Whitney School, all right? Because I don't, I don't try to entertain uh, Umar because I already know he's going to reject the help. Let's get into this, all right? Look at this, all right? This is beautiful. It's the Trey Whitfield School. Since 2004 to 2005 school year, the Trey Whitfield School has been in this location this fully renovated five-story building provides students with comfortable atmosphere for learning. Children attending the school are ethnically representative of the area. 98% are African-American. Since the move to the new location, the school's Hispanic population has doubled and is expected to continue to grow. Most students come from the hardworking households where one or both parents work, sometimes more than one job. The professionally trained staff has developed a character-based and based and academically advanced curriculum. The scope and the secure the sequence curriculum stresses literacy fundamentals such as development of strong writing, reading, and math skills. At the same time, the school encourages its students to strive for academic excellence in all studies, all their studies. Part of the school's mission is to develop a love for learning as part of the New York City Department of Education accreditation. This is something that uh, Dr. Umar Johnson does not want his school to be accredited. I don't know why. Students take an annual academic test in which they score in the top 15% of all students in the city of New York. The school's high attendance rate are also indicative of an institution that is successfully establishing and maintaining high standards. There are no loud noises, kids out of control, or graffiti on the walls at the Trey Whitfield School. Confidence is built by teaching in each classroom morals, accountability, leadership, character development, order, and old school, old world values. Discipline is cushioned by the teachers, love and affection so that students enjoy going to school. Intimidation or demeaning behavior of students or teachers is not tolerated. Uniforms promote equity between students, respect for others, and oneself is paramount. The subdivisions of the Trey Whitfield School share one philosophy, that is, we separately and collectively seek to further and enrich the lives of the children in our care. Okay, now we're going to check out, uh, we're going to check out um, King Randall School, X for Boys. All right. Let's look at their about section. Fortunately, it got the school got vandalized by a bunch of ignorant uh, black folk who just wanted to destroy. All right. Okay, so here we are. 
let's make us let's let us make man the life preparatory school for boys is a 501c3 charitable organization with a mission to teach boys the true meaning of manhood and to be protectors and providers for their communities all right this is beautiful right here absolutely beautiful all right look at this oh here no white racists will probably say oh he's teaching them to be thugs no 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 you got white kids being trained to use guns by their white parents all right look at them learning the plasma cut look at this home improvement look at this look at this beautiful stuff here look at them look at this this is beautiful right here. All right. Auto repair. Look at this. And he got this school running in like six months. Six months. Okay. A group of Albany kids are keeping their hands busy in positive activities this summer. They're attending a boot camp for boys, teaching them how to become men. WLB News 10's Asia Wilson tells us about a new organization called The X for Boys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the midst of all the violence in southwest Georgia, 20 boys in Albany are lining up every day this summer for a military-style boot camp. We all gonna be becoming a man over this summer. The yes, camp sir. is developing young boys between ages 11 to yes, 17 sir. into men over the next eight weeks, and that's the goal. The importance of this is to develop discipline and spirit. Um, discipline and spirit to me are the hallmarks of a man. And the man behind the boot camp is only 19 years old himself. It's important because it's way cheaper to be able to eat from what God gave you, right? Yes, sir. Hey, C's only like 75 cents, you understand? Yes, sir. Hey, you can buy this whole world, right? Yes, sir. Randall was planting seeds in one boy at a time, teaching them about their culture, how to work on cars, build roofs, and how to become businessmen by working in a community garden he recently started. So that a man should know how to do, um, so we can become better people, not, not just for ourselves, but for this, the community. An army of good young citizens are in the making, thanks to this mentor who decided to step up and give back. At the beginning of summer, to be honest, none of us were men. At the end of summer, we all going to be men. In Albany, Asia Wilson, WAOB yes, News. Six months this was done. Six months. Let's look into that school now. Remember, so let's look at the FDMG school that Mr. Umar Johnson was saying is top of the line. Let's check that out. All right, here we are. And this was in October of this year, October 24th, 2023. We're here at FDMG. Today is Tuesday, October the 24th. Umar stated that the school was renovated and completed. I'm on foot, as you can see. I'm in the, I'm in the hood. It has not been renovated. I'm going to get up here and give you all a tour of FDMG. Giving you guys a tour. This is the back of FDMG. Right? The school look renovated to you. Nothing about this school is renovated. This is the this is what your kids gonna have behind in front of them, in the back of them. It's all projects and hood. 
Look at the back of this. It smells like shit back here. The school has not been renovated. The school has not been renovated. The school has not been renovated. Look at this shit. And he claims that he's renovated this school. Again, today is October the 24th. 2023. Hopefully these dogs don't bite, get out and bite someone's kids. You can hear them over there. But, uh, all right, so let me uh, come on around here. Everything's still boarded up. The grass is cut. So I guess he did that. But, uh... We're gonna walk on around. And as you can see, the sidewalk is all fucked up. Nothing's been done here. Look at the door. He said the sprinkler system was taken care of, right? He said the sprinkler system was done. That's the sprinkler door. No new stickers, nothing. Let's walk on around here. See, this is my hood. I'm not worried about him coming out here G-checking me. This is my hood. But this is a dangerous place. These are the same windows. Remember he crying about the windows? Look like the crackheads try to get in. I don't know if you can see it, spider webs in those windows. Those are the same windows that was here when it was Maurice Moyer Academy. Crack kids getting in there, look like. Same shit, it's all boarded up. He's done nothing. Look at the doors, everything is boarded up. The mailbox isn't even fucking, a new mailbox is not even on there. The numbers up there are not even changed, the same numbers. Nothing has changed. And you go on that side of the street, the school's fucked. The school's fucked over there. Look at that. You want your kids coming out seeing this? This is fucking trash. This is all trash. So we walk on the other side of the street. It's dirty school, man. He hasn't done anything out here. Look at this shit. Still all messed up, man. Beer cans out here, more trash, more debris. He doesn't have the money to do it. He doesn't have the know-how to do it. And he doesn't accept the help to get this done. Everything's still the same, Warrior Academy. But he hasn't done anything out here, man. Don't y'all people keep sending him y'all money, wasting y'all money. Nothing has been done. He told you the school renovations were done two months ago in October, in August. Those renovations have not been done. I'm gonna check this one out about uh, Dr. Umar spent all the donations on two haunted houses. Oh boy. Well, Jamar and Godfrey have a lot to say about him. Here we go. And you only want to do it one way. And nope, nope, nope. It got to be this way. I mean, I offered, I offered him help as far as uh resources and 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 you know what i mean people that have walked down that road he, he didn't want to go down that road you know what i mean he only had the tunnel vision of give me these damn donations and let me do what i want to do with them and i don't think that's the smartest move you know and i don't and in six years i feel like a lot more could have been done i'm not trying to bomb the brother 
still love him as a brother, but I I don't I don't believe in him as a uh, as a person that can make that happen. He's bought two dilapidated schools after all this time. I mean, two dilapidated buildings, and is still asking for the money. Once once they're fixed up, now what? You can't run a school off donations. How 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 are we paying the teachers? How are we paying the maintenance of the building? Like GoFundMe ain't gonna do it. So, and we're not hearing, you know, oh whatever. I'm not a donator, so I, I don't deserve answers. Is what he said. It's basically it. He'll clown. He'll clown women who ask questions about logical questions. How are you paying these teachers? Any logical question that you ask Dr. Umar, he'll insult you. You already know this man is a grifter. He doesn't have a real plan. And this is this is sad because you got real people who got the resources, black people. But unfortunately, you have not all but the black populace within these communities aren't going to give them no money, aren't going to give them any attention because they don't come with that swag. They're not an entertainer. So they're going to look at you as like, you're corny. You're weak. Talk like the white man. They want to feel good. Everything that is good for you does not feel good. Cough medicine, sometimes the most effective cough medicine. I don't know if anybody's tried Buckley's. It tastes nasty, but it does the job. You need these serious black leaders within your communities that want to build schools who have, they may not have the capita, the capital, but they have the resources and the know-how, and they have the connections to get a school running. Like King Randall, he's right there. Talk to him. Can you, we see you run this school. Can you help us build a school just like yours? Can you please help us? Stop trying to look at him like he's corny or, he, or he's a Republican or whatever. He went to the government to get what the government can give you, and that is loans and grants for schools. Ask him to help you. Ask somebody that actually has tangibles, that actually has receipts. Stop looking to these people like Tariq Nasheed. Stop looking to people like Dr. Umar. Stop looking to these flashy scammers. They're not gonna help you. They're just gonna take your money. Tariq Nasheed got a, uh, a museum yeah, but he said that museum will be for the benefit of the people who donated, and it's not. It's in his name, and it's going to be generational wealth for his family, not yours. Okay? Turned it into a hookah lounge. At least he built it. Yeah, he built it, and he left you all out in the cold. That could have been a museum, okay? Or maybe, maybe, just maybe, maybe he could have had that a museum and a school. Maybe. I don't agree with hidden colors, but I'm just saying maybe, maybe he could have did something with that instead of making it a lounge. Yeah, if you don't give money, Godfrey, you can't even add, you can't you don't deserve any answers. Wow. That's cool. But whatever. Hey, I always want stuff like that to manifest. I just go with, bought, after a while you go. He said he bought two haunted houses. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I'm telling you, if you see this shit, it looks like a whoa. That shit looked like. <laughs> it's true. You saw what I showed you. 
it's like the only thing you miss is like dun, 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 like Michael Myers, Jason, Jason Voorhees. It looks just like that. Sorry, it does. <laughs> that shit. Oh hell no. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Guess who looks like the laughing stock? Black people. Sad. It really is. Okay. Let's get into the cease and desist now. Right. This was from last year. State shuts down Dr. Umar's all shuts Dr. Umar all the way down. Cease and desist order was issued by the state of Pennsylvania to the DFDMG, in which Dr. Umar is no longer allowed to collect or ask for donations for. Wow. Here's the document right here. All right. And now this 4th of March, 2022, 2nd of 2022, the act, the acting secretary of the Commonwealth having found that Dr. That Frederick Douglass School and Marcus Garvey RBG Leadership Academy PO Box 9634 Willington, Delaware is not registered with the Department of State Bureau of Corporations and Charitable Organizations and or has failed to submit all requested document to the Department of State, Bureau of Corporations and Charitable Organizations, or the Bureau of Enforcement and Investigation in, act, in accordance with the Pennsylvania Solic Solicitation of Funds Charitable Purposes Act 10 PS 162, hereby orders Frederick Douglass and Marcus Garvey RB, RBG Leadership Academy to immediately cease and desist from soliciting contributions on behalf of as charitable organizations or conducting any services of a professional fundraising council or professional solicitor in Pennsylvania, such, such time as it provides the Department of State, Bureau of Corporations, and charitable organizations with all previous requested information and duly registers or provides information that it is excluded or exempt from registration as determined by the Department of State. Bureau of Corporations and Charitable Organizations. Respondent may also be subject to formal administration act, administrative action, which could result in the imposition of administrative, administrative fines of up to $1,000 per violation of the act, plus an additional penalty of $100 per day for each of the violation, for each day the violation continues. Yeah, you still want to give this guy uh, your money? Just saying. I'm just saying. Let's check out this one right here, okay? Why did his school get shut down? All right. Fair use. He did not pay when he didn't pay the, uh, when he didn't file the paperwork to avoid paying taxes. Sure, somebody in the chat knows what his excuse was. Let me read this super chat while y'all while y'all fill me in here. So super chat from uh, Sick Lid says, "Okay, here was a JT. Is it you're wrong, JT? Dwight <laughs> Dwight man got his foot on the good doctor's neck." <laughs> Is throwing off is throwing off his roots, his root chakra. Hey, listen, if that's the case, that's the case. But if he would have hired a capable person in this situation, he would not be facing 
the problems that he's facing. Another uh, super chat from my brother, uh, GA Texman says, so can he just get a new company with a similar name and a new EIN every three years? Technically, no. Like the, the issue with the IRS is there's not a lot of people. <laughs> there's not a lot of people there. And he really just kind of slipped through. If there was someone actually at the will and knew what was going on, they would have shut it down because they would say, no, you can't avoid giving us the financial information that we required because you started a new organization with a similar name. The thing is, there's only so many IRS agents to review stuff like this. So he just got through. He got lucky. But if there was an actual agent assigned to his account, they would not allow him to start up a new organization and basically be functioning the same as the old organization. They they wouldn't allow it. He uh he just got lucky on that. One. Now, to answer the question, because I'm sure somebody has already uh said it, the reason why he says that he neglected to file the proper paperwork to not pay multiple of thousands of dollars in taxes, he said it was a conspiracy between the white attorney that he hired to make the real estate deal in the IRS. A conspiracy. Okay, he's the one who hired the white attorney, right? Umar, if, if, if you decided to hire the white attorney, you did it to yourself. Now, I don't believe it was a conspiracy. I believe you just dropped the ball, but let's even play into that for a second. Why didn't you hire a black attorney to do it for you? I'm sure you paid that white attorney thousands of dollars, not thousands of dollars that you paid, but thousands of dollars that your donators, your supporters paid. And then to say it was a conspiracy, they set you up. All right, all right. We're, gonna, we're gonna get through this. We're, we're gonna get through this. All right, we're gonna get through this. Oh, my Lord, my Lord. All right, uh, Michael with the super chat. Thank you, I appreciate it. Says FDMG is in Delaware, yet the order is from Pennsylvania. Uh, can you explain how that works? Yeah, so he originally organized in Pennsylvania. That's That's where his base of operations were until I believe he got the buildings in Delaware. He, even if you're organized in a particular state, if you go to another state and you start to operate, you need to still be registered to operate in that state. So, I mean, I, I believe it's pretty well documented that Umar has collected donations in Pennsylvania. He has held events in Pennsylvania and the state of Pennsylvania is saying no, you can't do this because you are not providing us the information that you said you were going to provide us when you set up the organization. All right. So we're going to get on this and then we're going to get to the to the phone calls. I got one more piece, one more piece of this puzzle. So as you can see on the screen, this is the 2020 tax return that we talked about. This is the very first tax return that Dr. Umar submitted to the IRS, the very first one, the only one that he's done so far, right? The other ones were what we would refer, refer to as postcard tax returns, 990N postcard tax returns that really don't have any functional financial information. This is the first full length, full form tax return that he supplied. Now, when we take a look at this tax return, we can see the issues that the IRS, I'm sure, can find. The issue here shows that he reports that in 2019, he collected absolutely no money. It also shows that he spent absolutely no money. And in 2020, it shows he collected absolutely no money and he spent absolutely no money. Now, remember, 2019 is when he actually bought the buildings let's let's be clear in 2019 that's when he bought the buildings but he shows absolutely no money coming in and no money going out what he does show is that 
in assets, there was $518,048 worth of assets in 2019. In 2020, there was the same $518,048 in 2020. Now, some of you may say, well, maybe those assets are the buildings, JT, right there. It shows the buildings, right? These are the buildings. Well, when we go down to see what the assets actually are, because this form is long and you have to detail all the financial information, where money came from, where money went. When we go and take a look and see where this $518,000 actually comes from on the balance sheet, we will see that it's not in any type of property, right? Because property would go on, you know, a different asset line. He's showing that he has $518,048 in cash. In cash. And it's in a non-interest bearing account. So basically what, what Umar is saying here, what Umar is saying is that he has over a half a million dollars sitting in a checking account, not earning any interest, nothing like that. He's just got half a million dollars. Doesn't show that he bought any buildings or anything like that. There's no um, in, any type of tangible assets other than cash. Cash is the only thing he's reporting that he has, even though we are very aware that he bought the buildings in 2018. So this is the other huge financial mistake that Dr. Umar made in this entire situation, right? This is what ended up happening. So at this point, I'm gonna start taking these calls. You make sure you call in. People should demand their money back, get that million dollars from them. Here's another one. Fair use. IRS website where you can look up any nonprofit organization that is registered with the federal government, okay? And as you can see, this is the page where you can find all the information on Frederick Douglass, Marcus Garvey Leadership Academy, right? Here it is right here. Here's the EIN number of the organization, the address of the organization. This is the real deal, right? You can see all the information. So what I want to do is let's just take a look at the most recent tax return that Dr. Umar and his organization has provided the federal government. So let's take a look here. So here we go. We have the Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey RBG Leadership Academy's 2020 federal tax return. Now, this is a nonprofit organization, so it's not going to owe any tax, but you still have to provide the financial information. So this is a 990 tax return. There is no tax due, but you still have to show your number. So let's take a look at the numbers for 2020. So as you can see, here's the organization. Now, I want to show you a few things that is extremely important when it comes to this organization. Point number one. Point number one, that in his organization, there is only one person that has any type of power and authority. There's only one person that has any voting power when it comes to this organization. And I have to assume that one person is Dr. Umar himself. So there's only one person that has any authority in this organization. While there is seven people reported that are members of a volunteer board, there's only one person that has any power and authority in this organization. But here's the most important thing that I want you guys to take a look at. So as you can see right here, we have the prior year's information, which would be 2019, and the current year information, which is 2020. If you take a look, you'll see nothing but 
zeros, okay? Dr. Umar reported that for 2019, no donations were provided to his organization. In 2020, he reports that no donations were provided to his organization. It also shows that there were no expenses in 2019, nor were there any expenses in 2020. So no money came in and no money went out all of 2019 and all of 2020, according to this tax return. And as you can see, this tax return was signed by Dr. Umar Johnson, the executive director of this organization. You don't find that suspicious? You don't find that suspicious? You don't find that suspicious? Okay, guys, so what is the point of this video? Right. This is not hate. I'm not hating on Dr. Umar. I'm not hating on the school that he is trying to create. What I'm trying to do is help you think like an accountant. OK, and this is the question that you need to ask. How could anybody who donates to this organization, who donate to Dr. Umar's school, how can they actually receive a tax deduction for that donation if the organization, the school, does not report to the IRS that they received any money. This man is scamming people. He knows what he's doing. He doesn't want the school accredited because he'd have to answer to the government. He doesn't want to, you know, people to get a tax write-off if they don't answer to the IRS. This man is grifting. He doesn't accept any help to have the school up and running fat you know as soon as possible this i don't know what to tell you man this this is just i don't know how what's it going to take for people to have their eyes opened when it comes to this individual Okay. I don't know what to say, man. I don't. I really don't. But that's all I got for now. And uh, anything you want to know about this channel in the comments section. Feel free to like, share, comment, and subscribe. What do you think about Umar Johnson? Do you still would you still support him? I said, I'd like to know, would you still support him? All right. That's all I got for now. Later.